we are in a really fortunate sector in the sense that this it just makes for such interesting times in energy, um, you know, in, in 2019 onwards. I mean, if you look at what we've done as a country, uh, South Africa, over the last nine years, and, uh, you know, my recollection, recollection is that, you know, prior to the launch of the REAP program uh, in South Africa, you know, in 2010, we had something like 27 IPPs in the whole of sub-Saharan Africa. And if you look at what's happened in the last sort of nine years just in South Africa, um, the success and the rollout of the REAP program has actually culminated in almost 102 um, IPPs in renewable energy in South Africa alone. Um, you know, so it's been a phenomenal success story, not just for South Africa, but for Africa. But, you know, I think also when you look at what is happening on the energy landscape just in the region, it really makes for exciting times. Look at what's happening in Mozambique, right? So, you know, Mozambique has, um, you know, almost the ninth largest uh, gas resources in the world at 187 TCF. I do believe that the future of energy, um, not just in Africa, but I think globally, is certainly green. And, you know, we've had testament to that in South Africa with the rollout of a large number of renewable program, uh, projects. And we've also seen, um, you know, just with where the gas prices are, that, um, you know, it makes for a compelling argument to actually look at gas as, as opposed to coal. Do you want to say something about what, what are you seeing in, in, in terms of financing on, you know, uh, renewables or financing on, on coal-fired pro- projects and what you're encountering? Yeah, thanks, Bavchik. I think that's a very good overview of what we're seeing both in the rest of Africa and in South Africa. I think it's, a, it's an exceptionally exciting time for, for the energy markets. As you say, I think we had a very a few number of IPPs, independent power producers in, on the continent. And with the, 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 the global success of the renewable energy program in South Africa, we've seen that number really grow. And we've seen fantastic interest from international developers and local developers that have been developing the market We've seen a lot of fantastic wind projects take off, a lot of solar PV, and a lot of solar concentrated solar power, which is a very innovative technology, which is good for uh, both providing your mid-merit and your peaking because of, of, the, of the storage. I think on the coal side, we've seen some of the challenges around financing coal uh, and the OECD requirements of what, what financiers, and a particularly equated principal compliant financiers, can do. Um, it's been reported in the press about challenges of certain lenders that will or won't consider or depending on what the technology choice is. So, so coal has had its challenges um, and obviously Eskom is predominantly coal-fired power. So they've also felt the heat of, of the technology challenges. I think gas is also uh, the new exciting frontier because as the gas prices are coming down and obviously there's a big demand in South Africa and the region to actually grow the gas market. So we've seen that start off with the Sassel gas pipeline. Um, there's a lot of new discoveries and development in Mozambique as you mentioned and obviously we're aware that the government's next program is to look at gas to power, which will include a distributed um, gas network in the country, with probably starting um, in the Eastern Cape and uh, northern KwaZulu-Natal. Fantastic. Yeah, look, I mean, I think, uh, you know, when I look at, uh, look back at my days in the Middle East, you know, I recall that Oman used to be the poor cousin of the Middle East. When they actually found gas, it just completely catapulted that country into a, in, into a different space altogether. I mean, from the gas fines, you know, you had petrochemical plants, you had gas to fire power plants, you had, uh, you know, ethane propane crackers, um, you know, you just had this, the spin off effects of gas fines in that country just catapulted Oman into a different league. And I certainly foresee that. You know, with Mozambique and the gas fines, you know, 187 TCF, number nine gas reserves in the world, 
and you know just this being our our neighbor on on the cusp of South Africa um you know i think if we get our act together as south africa pretty quickly it means we can latch onto some of that gas and as the government is actually envisaging creating a gas market through the gas to fire pro- program um it could really all go well for south africa um you know we look at as you've pointed out correctly we look at escom and you know 90% plus of our power currently is is coal fired power generation but you know i think if i look at what's happening you've spoken about the financing more specifically but if i look at even on the mna side with coal fired assets it's becoming very very difficult to actually solicit any interest in fact we know already that any any organization that is you know um signature to, to the oecd consensus any dfi developmental financial institution any you know bank out of the us or europe will almost certainly stay away from financing coal we as a as as a south african institution you know do take pride in the fact that we are a responsible lender we still you know have looked at coal projects in the past and we still you know uh, have stringent criteria before we look at financing coal but i think in in years to come coal financing is going to become incredibly difficult yeah um, i agree with you i think as it it is a trend and we've seen that with international financiers and even now with the local financiers so i think that's why the the options of the renewable program uh, and as I say South Africa's got fantastic renewable resources as does many other countries in the rest of Africa i think that opens up a number of opportunities and as we've seen with the requirements of the government in terms of job creation and uh, social economic spend i think they're not just bring electricity and low cost power to the users i think they bring reliable power but they also bring lots of social economic opportunities they're bringing in the skills and they're also creating opportunities for local communities and local skills and development and businesses that support the renewable energy program. So I think that's very con- constructive for the country. It meets both the energy needs plus the the need for job creation and socio-economic spend and also creating opportunities close to the communities.